Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the final Tuesday of Daily Dose. How do you feel about this, Dr. Mary? I have mixed emotions. Um, okay. We did reach some people. We're kind of, we plugged along. We, we're finding it <laughs> desperate hard. Desperate hard. Jeez, listen to me. It's desperate hard to, to come up with. <laughs> Maz is pulling out his most Irish Irish. <laughs> with new and fresh ideas. So, yeah. And it's, you know, I think a, a nice time to stop and reflect and come back with something different is a, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, I do want to point out, in case you're wondering. We've, we haven't suddenly become Canadian. <laughs> no, just... you always say that and nobody ever knows what you mean. What I'm saying to you is I ordered us some new cashmere sweaters and unbeknownst to each other, we are both wearing the exact same color, clearly different styles. But this is our most matchy-matchy we have ever gone. Now, it happens to be fantastic, so it's okay. Yeah, we're good. But uh, how bizarro that we went straight for matching sweaters on our final episode of Daily Dose. Our final Tuesday episode. Thursday will be our actual final episode. So uh, we've got a couple of things to do today. Um, Dr. Mary found a great article. We've sort of talked about some of these before, but boy, does this all bear repeating. And it bears repeating whether you struggle with alcohol or not. So give us, please, Dr. Mary, seven tips for surviving Christmas as a recovering alcoholic. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. The article does say for reco for a recovering alcoholic, but I think these are also very good points for someone who's sitting there going, maybe I drink too much. I'll do something about it over Christmas. This is the, the, the most dangerous time of the year for anyone. Now, I'm going to say alcohol for this. Anyone who is, has an addiction, um, this is a dangerous time for you too, but this is about alcohol and I'm the alcoholic. So this is what we know most but, you know, everyone thinks, you know, Christmas is peace on earth. Christmas and is the warmest time of the year. It's not always. Not here. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's, you know. Weather-wise, anyway. Yes, but but that's true. This whole holly and jolly, the hysteria and happiness of Christmas. Suicides go up at Christmas. Addiction goes up at Christmas. Emergency room visits. People going into rehab. Depression is on. I mean, it, it's a terribly difficult time for a lot of people. And we've just plastered culturally this notion that you've got to be in just frenzied holiday happiness all the time. And it's just not true. A lot of people feel most alone this time of year. Yes. So if you're, if you're a recovering alcoholic, especially if you're starting out or if you know that you're struggling with alcohol or any other addiction, these are actually seven <clears throat> really good hips, tips. First one is be honest with yourself. Do you want to tell your honest story that you've told so many times? 
about the quiz you took in rehab? Yes. Because I think it's it pertains to this. You you see all these most magazines have these quizzes in them about do you drink too much? Especially this time of year, you'll see them everywhere. You can even Google them and they'll come up. So we were given one and they we we filled it in and they took it off us. And in fact, um, my counselor went through this very uh, uh, dramatic, ripped them up in front of us, <laughs> handed it out again and said, right, do it again. But this is a room of truth. Don't lie. So I thought, and I was like, oh, all right, fair enough. So we took them. She didn't rip these ones up this time. She put them on one side. She handed out a third time and said, do it again. And again, don't lie. So we did it. And then she was right. Put your scores up. And then she said, double them. We put us, she doubled the scores. And she said, that is most accurate. Who wants to be honest? And every one of us kind of went. Yeah. So be honest with yourself which is hard to do. Yes. You think people should just be able to come out and say, yeah, I, I drink six glasses of whiskey a night. You think people should be able to say that. Um, I have so many women friends who over the years have said this to me. Well, I bought a bunch of clothes, but then I hide them in my closet and I don't wear them for a long time. So when I wear them and my husband says, is that new? I say, oh no, I just bought, I, I mean, I've had it for ages. Sorry, I told that story weirdly. I've had it for ages. People lie about how much money they spend, about how much they weigh. When's the last time you were truthful on your driver's license about your weight, about how tall they are? Um, I I feel very fortunate to never have been on a dating website for myself because we've been together that long. Yes, they didn't but exist when we met. <laughs> what I know from so many people is the photos that go up on a dating site and then the person you're meeting for coffee or dinner or drinks often bear almost no resemblance. People lie all the time. So if you are sitting there thinking, well, I would be honest. Mm. Yeah, no, I was in a rehab center and it took three attempts to get us, the eight of us to actually just be, and we've been honest with a lot of things to that point. Yeah. Okay, so be honest. Be honest with yourself. Um, don't fall into these traps. Hey, you're in teacher mode. I am, it's the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking over the wind. <laughs> I will put up the comment from Mother while we've paused yet again. I'm less struck by the color matching and more amazed by the fact that Wally is sporting the turtleneck version. But the sweater looks very good. He could be parked right at the ski lodge or on a boat, which was why Thank I you, bought Bonnie. it. So things like it's only one drink. I don't want to, I don't want to be boring. I, I want to fit in. I can handle it. I'm in control now. You probably aren't. In fact, I want, I recently read an interview about Robert Downey Jr. And he was at an award ceremony. Now, bear in mind that these are in February and March. Someone said to him, so you've been, you've been sober for a long time. Do you think you'll have a drink to celebrate? Which is, of course, a stupid thing. And he just looked, the, 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 the author of this said, I watched him look right into the eye of the person asking the question. He said, no, I'm not. I made plans for Christmas already. Mm. Mm. Ten months down the road. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, next point. Ex explain yourself. I have a challenge with this. So tell me what this says, because I haven't read the article. You know, be, it's, all, it's going back to be honest with yourself. Don't sit there and lie about it. You've got to own up to this. Don't things like I'm allergic to alcohol. Drinking makes me feel sick. I'm on medication, so I can't drink. Um, it doesn't agree with me. I quit drinking for health reasons. I don't enjoy drinking, getting drunk anymore. 
I can't stand being hungover. These are probably all true, but the reason you're not drinking is because you are I, you're an alcoholic in recovery. And I'm just going to say, as the non-alcoholic, you don't owe anybody an explanation. That there is. You absolutely. If someone offers you a drink and you say no thanks and they question you on it, you simply say, I don't want one. The, the, End of story. You do not owe anybody yeah. an explanation. Um, and it also goes on to say, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, leave for yep. those reasons. Have All an right. exit strategy, which is which good. we've talked about so many times because I love yeah. this idea. First time I, I went to a function with well, one of the first times I went to a function with Dana. It was I think it was a, a who cares? A, anyway, it was a gala at, in some event place um, at a in a conference suite of a hotel. And so the idea was you got a night if you feel bad in there because, you know, they get you drunk to spend money for charity walk outside walk around the circumference of the building go outside of the building get some air you know at the time we had a dog still so it wasn't a lie to say got to go home to the dog mm -hmm. have if you're feeling bad have an understanding between a partner that you bring with you or a friend that you've got to get out if you need to well and i just want to say you weren't feeling bad this was just anticipatory planning in case you got there and panicked and wanted to order a drink as opposed to being in that panic fight or flight moment and thinking, well, now's the time to make a rational plan, make the rational plan. Yeah. And you're not afraid. A lot of people can't make rational plans when they, and pivot at the same time. There's a whole reason that lizard part of your brain either freezes fights or flees. Well, figure out a better plan than those three options. Okay. Now I've been sober coming up in six years now. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't, I've never thought of the next one. I hadn't either. Don't buy alcohol as a gift. And you think, all right, but here's the rationale on this little paragraph. Here's a scenario. You're going out, you're getting ready for a party. You're out during the day. You maybe you've done a little bit of shopping. You go to a liquor store at two in the afternoon. You're going out seven hours later. The alcohol's in your house. You're nervous. You're going to a party. You haven't drunk. And there it is oh. staring you right in the face. I never thought of that one. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Plus, you don't owe anybody a bottle of wine. I mean, we often bring a bottle of wine because, as you all know, I still drink wine. But you don't owe anybody. Bring somebody a candle. Bring them a loaf of bread. Bring them chocolates, flowers. There's a million things you can bring that are not alcohol-based if you feel that you need to bring something, now, which we mostly do Kudos feel that way. For, and even worse, don't I, I can't go into a liquor store and buy alcohol. I can go and buy non-alcoholic beer, but I can't buy alcohol. I tried it and it was not pleasant for me at all. But if you're in there and you're buying, you say, I'm going to buy a gift. Most big box um, liquor stores have gift cards. Buy someone a gift card to a liquor store if you want to buy them a drink. Or again, or don't buy them anything don't to do with anybody alcohol. alcohol. At the end of the day, there are no real positives to alcohol. We can all read the studies about how good it is for our heart and one glass of wine. It is a toxic toxin that we are choosing to put in our bodies. If you've elected to stop drinking for any reason, you do not owe somebody else toxins because that's what we've decided is the appropriate gift to bring to someone's home. Next. Five is this one I have problems with. I actually successfully only did it for the for the first real time on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Bring a non-alcoholic drink with you. 
Maz feels very uncomfortable about this. I do. And why is that again? I just feel like part of it is um, you you kind of bring attention to yourself. Everyone's got a kitchen full of alcohol and you've got this little bag with something that you tuck into the fridge. I, I That's a refrigerator for you, mother. <laughs> Sorry, Bonnie. Um, kind of to me sometimes it feels like you're bringing attention to yourself you walk into a party say hi and then put something in the fridge oh. and, mm. or you feel like a loser but another thing is and i just dawned on me too it's like you don't trust a host who knows you're an alcoholic and don't mm. drink you know i good hosts will say hey there's non-alcoholic options at my party mm. and i would say i mean i maz is free to bring or not bring what he wants but I would say <clears throat> it's sort of like if I'm having a party, there will always be vegetarian options. It's much rarer there will be vegan options because I'm not a vegan. So I think there is no shame in someone who's vegan saying, hey, I brought a alternative whatever to a cheese dip or wh whatever you want to bring so that you know you have something at the party. It would be great if everybody covered all the bases. That's virtually impossible today. So I don't, I absolutely support what you're saying, but I also think it's totally okay to bring something. And here's the other thing. If you are hosting a party and you're not sure if everybody drinks or you know that someone doesn't, let me just say this to you kindly. Don't buy O'Doul's. There are a million kinds of really good non-alcoholic beer. Uh, Don't buy O'Doul's. It's not good. It's not good. The other kinds are not that much more expensive. It's great that you're thinking about it. So better to think about it with crappy fake beer than no fake beer. And not everybody drinks fake NA beer, but it's an option. But upgrade just a bit. Get get the other ones that you can buy at a liquor store. You can't buy them at the grocery store like you can buy O'Doul's, but they're just better. Okay. Um, I think it's like you're bringing play alcohol, like candy cigarettes. I agree with Maz. Last one is focus on the positive and relax. You go into a Christmas party. Someone's told you there's, there's non-alcoholic options. You didn't want to bring anything. Go and relax, see what they are. Um, something that I, that's not in this article that I know that would, that some people I know who are recovering would say is they don't, they never accept an open bottle mm. or an open can. Because I think, you know, someone, some idiot, not the not the host, but some fool would have put something in it. Like when they say, I have non-alcoholic punch in the corner. You don't know which, if some idiot there has put alcohol in it just to liven the party up. And then you are, through no fault of your own, you're in, you're, you're in, a, you're in a bad place. So just relax. If you've got over all these bases covered, you can just go out and relax and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And if you are struggling with alcohol or if you think, well, I only drink a few, I'm not an alcoholic. Here's a here's a word for you for coming out and leaving the party. Uber. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, you could say oh, I've had a couple. Or if you drank the night before and you really hit it hard, you might actually still be legally drunk. Yeah. Mostly what we have discovered, and, you know, easy for us to say, we've been globally public about this problem in our household, but mostly what we've discovered is that the experience of being someone who doesn't drink has not been an issue. 
you know, we had a bartender in Hawaii question whether or not you would drink that kind of garbage. We had someone, um, you know, some little moments like that. But on the yeah. whole, it has been easy, easy, easy. Oh, and oh, what's Anne say? Anne says, I'm going to miss your podcast, but wish you all the best as you go forward and other things with other things. Happy birthday, Dana. Thank you. And thanks for the birthday card too. My first birthday card. Oh, and Merry Christmas to you both. Enjoy your time in the old country. We will. We and thank, thank you. you. We'll miss seeing you twice a week, hearing you chime in. Um, anything else you want to say? Um, yeah. Um, if you're afraid to go out for any of these reasons, just take a breath. Think about all these things. Look, there's loads of websites you can look up. You're not alone. You can ask for help. If you're, if you're actually in AA and you've just started, you have a sponsor. You've some. I, I can guarantee you someone, even if you've been four times, you've probably got three or four phone numbers in your phone. Use one. It's not a chat-up line in an AA room. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Someone, if they gave you your phone number, they'll give you the time to talk to you. And if they're in a supportive family and they are a good sponsor, you're not going to ruin a party. They'll just walk out. Everyone else in the room probably knows exactly what they're doing. And they'll just nod and go, ah, helping someone. And that's it. If worse comes to the worst, don't go. You can stay on the phone and talk to someone. There are, there are you know, um, there are many online version, um, options you can take to actually talk to someone about it. There's podcasts you can listen to. Hell, we've got two. This is our 283rd third video. 383rd, Dr. Mary. Find one of them. I'm not self-promoting, but find something to listen to. It only take you 15, 20 minutes. It might do you the world of good. But do not hide alone. Well, and don't drink to avoid the questions you think are coming or the boredom that you're sure you will present or the um, fear around it it is scary and if someone make if you go and someone makes a douchebaggy comment they're a douchebag and you can always have an exit plan you tried you succeeded you went home sober you've won yeah ultimately i i can't convince you of this you will have to experience it for yourself but maz mary drinking through christmas and maz mary sober through christmas is uh, there's no comparison the accent was the same although the enunciation was not yeah. often slurry often dull often passed out that is not the way to be present with your friends and family so take these seven tips they're in the body of the um notes take these seven tips and employ them where you can and reach out for help when you want to and need to. And most importantly, I think the thing that I am walking away from Daily Dose with is give yourself some grace. If you slip up and have a drink intentionally or not, you're not a bad person. Oh, this is you true. are not yes. a failure. This is true. And I don't Absolutely. believe you have to go back to zero. Yeah. I don't believe that. We can be in disagreement. No, but about you're, that. you're not you haven't failed you've had a lapse or a relapse and i don't know we say this a lot pick a phrase fall down when you're walking through hell keep on walking yeah, four, four down seven times stand up eight whatever you know 
just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. You are worth it. Everyone who loves you is desperate for you to get this figured out. Figure it out for you and for them. So we'll see you on Thursday for our very last episode. Oh. And then who knows what we'll do on Tuesday, Thursdays, but it won't be this. So we'll see you on Thursday. Have an excellent, excellent day. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D-A-Y-N-A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L dot com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.